Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Another episode of Hard Factor presented by the Barstool News Network. It is episode number 584. And update that too. Uh, it is What the Fuck Wednesday, December 16th, 2020. Stories coming at you for the Hardo Hive by the Hardo Hive. Uh, we got a full house. Everybody's here. I've got a little, I've got a little note for everybody today. Mm. So, uh, Pat, there was some buzz on Twitter. Um, no tiger meat sandwiches. And yes, communism for you. Is that yep. what's going on? I right think now? you got Is that the December. You okay. got my number December to remember for the beef. All right. Uh, so that is formally what's going on. Wes, you joined the toilet seat replacement club. I see. Uh, I did. I'm officially a man. Um, it's working fantastic. Uh, I, I'm, I'm ashamed it took me so long because I've literally been dealing with that thing for nine. What months. What was the problem? Was it loose or was no? It- I had a I had. The the top seat was uh, completely off, so but I could I could I could shimmy it in there and slide it into the little little you know groove to get mm-hmm. it stay, but it would eventually fall off. Um, right where yeah. it was just sort of it wasn't actually like attached; right. it was just yes. sitting in yes. the spot. Yes, yeah, I know yes. exactly what you mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been there before. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny; I've actually got a broken ring right now that I'm avoiding. Yeah, you, you don't say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, number like it's real uh, easy. Makes a baker's dozen Go, for me. Going back to that that tiger meat sandwich that's what i'm saying mark this is the my one for you is the lex luther looks like somebody saw it huh your mom yeah my mom and dad weren't too happy that i ate the lex luther Uh, she thinks (laughs) they're like we want we want you to stick around for a couple of years you know um have you seen him yeah (laughs) so anyways the lex luther delicious i don't know if you saw but ike himself retweeted that my mom's tweet so uh nice attack so i mean ike ike's Ike's like give him giving out heart attacks he thinks it's hilarious so no big deal um but the tiger meat sandwich want to go back to that Mm -hmm. we're not encouraging people to get salmonella but if you do it at home you got to grind your you got to grind your own fucking meat. We're not saying go to the grocery store and buy ground meat. You got to grind your own fucking meat for these. If you meat. ever do anything yeah. based on this show without consulting a doctor first. Well, now, sure. that's just it's on at you. your own risk. Yeah. That that's is, true. That is that, that's legally binding. It's your um, fault. That's your yeah. fault. Also, very glad my mom doesn't watch my Instagram stories. Uh, weed <laughs> workouts are back, everybody. So, yes. Uh, my mom likes your weed workouts, though. It's just. Not I can't eat a sandwich with four fried products. Well, it, well that is yeah. exercise technically. <laughs> yeah, so. <that's> true. <laughs> Mark, you had mentioned uh, she wants us to be active. <laughs> Mark, you had mentioned Mark that you that something happened to you at Petco, and I forgot forgot to ask you about your Petco oh, experience. Yeah. You want to hear about the Petco? Yeah, yeah, I do. So 
I've been doing like I've been doing like five errands a day. It's ridiculous, you know, Christmas time and whatnot. So I got I to get my cat's presents for Christmas, and I had to go to Petco to pick them up. And I went in there, and they don't have an electronic system. PetSmart does, and I know because I also went to PetSmart that day. Mm-hmm. And they give you a confirmation number. It's pretty easy. At Petco, it's like old school. They have it on pieces of paper. They need to know your name. And Are you like, always ordering ahead? Uh, yeah. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. But we usually get monthly deliveries for the food and stuff. This is like mm. bonus Christmas shit. This oh, is like okay. not. So I had to go pick it up, and I went in there, and it was a guy and a girl, both very young, working at the cashier. The guy takes my order, but he's like, "I can handle it." And then when he he then stops and ignores me and starts talking to the girl, and she's like, "What's your name on the schedule? Is it so and so or so and so?" Because he, she's like, it, "I see this name," and he's like, "Well, obviously my name's such and such, but on the schedule sometimes it's such and such." And she goes, "It mm. says here you're working three to nine. And he looked at her and gave her a death stare, and he's like, no. And she's like, okay. And then, like, I picked up on the fact that she was trying to leave early, and the guy just was like, he he almost refused to help me because he was trying, he was, like, staring daggers through her soul because he was like, <laughs> he could tell that she was trying to weasel out of work. And you got he in just, the middle of a shift argument. I got in the middle of a shift argument. I was like, I'm here, I'm here for my Christmas cat gifts. Nice. I love a good yeah. employee argument in front of you. It was, fan- it was fantastic. He just to recap. Him. At the top of that, you said you had to get your cat's Christmas gifts. Just mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's correct. <laughs> that's correct. Hey, Pat, but, where are you going to be living this this upcoming year? In Rutherford, New Jersey. <laughs> okay, how's that going? Are you are yeah, you prepared? Are you? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, you know. There you go. It's going. Oh, sounds like hey. it's moving along. Oh, got my chains. Yep. Your chain, like your tire chains? No, like, around my neck, bro. Oh, oh, right. Okay, my jersey. Got yeah. some cred on the street there. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have it? What color did you get? And what what style link? Platinum. I mean, okay. Okay. <laughs> Do you know me? <laughs> All right. Platinum guy. I'm not trying to get that's beat a, up. That's glow high in the class. dark. That's high there class. Goes, that goes the beef. Yeah, baby. Well, it's going to be all, like I said, what the fuck Wednesday. All stories for the Hardo Hive by the Hardo Hive. All it might submitted. go long today, right? It might go a few minutes long. Maybe goes a few 50. minutes long. Yeah, might go. We'll a few see. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, but Mark's up first. All right, reconnecting. Cool, cool Google Docs. All right, this one comes from listener Andrew Parker, one of our loyal listeners over there across the pond. He probably got the vaccine already because I think he's a frontline healthcare worker, if I r- recall correctly. Uh, but leave us a voicemail if you did take the vaccine, Andrew. He is for sure our fellow Leeds fan, the person who introduced us to Leeds. Uh, Leeds United, by the way, plays Manchester United on Sunday. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be a bloody Sunday for the Red Devils. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Sunday, yeah, we're going to take Sunday. them out. Uh, yeah. Andrew, uh, you know, thanks for inviting us into the Leeds family, MOT, and uh, it's it's challenging. You know, it's hard to root. They're, they are a frustrating bunch, I'll say. Yeah, Just- exciting, frustrating, challenging, all the above uh, MOT. But let's get into the story that Andrew submitted, which takes place in the UK. Turns out Banksy made a paintsy on Halsey uh, in the southwest city of Bristol. And the piece titled Achoo, and if you can get this up here, Bubba, is an elderly of an elderly woman sneezing. And it's sending her dentures flying out of her mouth. And the painting is on a house on the side of a steep hill. So it looks like she's like a big bad wolf blowing down the houses with her spit and dentures. Oh, like, you, know, you, see, you see what it is there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. If you right? take the picture at that angle, you have to. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. If, if it's at the right angle, it just looks like she's a sideways woman. Correct. But if you're yeah. if you're on the street and you're looking at it because it's such a slope, if you're in person looking at it, 
It looks like she's blowing up what's, houses. What's the bullshit Banksy angle on that painting? What's what's it supposed to symbolize? Well, good good question. I don't know. I guess that old people have dentures, or they mm. or they also have have phlegm. What do, you, what do you mean bullshit? Banksy? You mean you mean there, art? There's no. There's some social uh, message behind it. I'm sure. Oh, you're talking about art being art. <laughs> What so is he saying about what's the dentures? Bullshit? What's, what's, he, what's he the art in this? What's he saying about me that I do wrong to piss people off? What's he saying that I don't art. get about? What's, what's he, he saying, saying that, that I, don't... I do wrong? What's he saying I don't understand? Well, what was he thinking about me when he painted this fucking painting? Yeah. I'm on to you, that. Banksy. I don't get that Banksy guy. Classic Banksy style, as you can see in the picture of the painting. It's uh, In fact, Banksy's posted the piece on his website and Instagram page, and his publicist confirmed, yeah, that's Banksy. He began his career spray painting buildings in Bristol. So what's the big deal, right? Uh, wrong. Wrong. Why? There is a Why? big deal. There is a Why? big deal. Uh, and that's the house that it was painted on was up for sale and was sold. Then the painting, I guess, came in and the homeowners pulled the sale uh, because they Good got move. a Banksy painting Good move. on the side of their wall. Smart. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're wait, like, wait, 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 wait. So he painted it after they had sold before it, before the sale went through? Well, they at least discovered it afterwards. So unless they're the right. dumbest, blindest people, uh, yes, that's that's what happened. They could be some out-of-towners too, right? They could – a lot of people right. own property. They, from afar. Especially with COVID. Uh, Potentially. Potentially. I watched a uh, like an Antiques Roadshow, but like an English one recently where a dude brought a Banksy in and the guy was like, yeah, I can't pay anything for this. And he was like, what do you mean? And he's like – you should have just left it on the street, man. It, essentially, like the antiques roadshow dude what? shamed him for removing it. He couldn't verify oh. it. But uh, uh, I saw uh, a Banksy in Salt Lake City. Uh, not like Salt Lake City, but Park City for Sundance. And oh, it's, what it's, the hell was Banksy trying to tell you that Wes was doing wrong there? Yeah, I don't know. What, what was it all about, Pat? What was that one all about? Something about consumerism and film. <laughs> yeah. But, but it was stupid because it's like it's like got a fucking frame on it outside. Like, you know, if well, someone does a Banksy, let's, they let's frame get- it. Let's get into that. Nick Macon, who owns the house with his mother, Aileen, or at least one of them owns it, said uh, it does increase the value and you have to take a moment to think about it. But it's not changing anything in terms of the house is for sale. You know, so it's still for sale. He said the sale has been just put on a 48 hour hold and the family was trying to ensure the artwork would be protected. And by the artwork, he meant the family. And by protected, he meant paid. Um, Right. Well, so (laughs) they're going to pull the sale from the people who bought it for the regular price. No, I think this this is what happened. I think this is what happened. So Macon added uh, that a, a piece of clear acrylic was placed over the mural, like like mm-hmm. uh, passed yeah, that's like what frame, it was like, in Utah. like frames, like like a fucking baseball card when you put it in a sleeve. Mm-hmm. Check mm-hmm. out Doug's den, and an alarm uh, a system was installed to it because they didn't want the Banksy fucked with or removed or, or vandalized with the for sale sign. Yeah, Banksy murals go for about a hundred k on average, guys. So this is a hundred k increase to the house. Uh, that I think what that happened is the sale still went through after they were like, "Hey, you got us." We didn't know there was a Banksy. Now we know there's a Banksy. We'll still sell to you, but you need to increase the value. You need to give us more money. And I think they did, and I think they're still mm-hmm. selling it, it looks like. Yeah. They're, they're, they are not playing this right. This The thing about yeah. like this piece is that now that it's so controversial, some asshole will pay a million unlimited, uh, unlimited for it. But unlimited. to say Take, they have the, the this sale. house. Yeah, you yeah. got to pull this fucking Someone sale. 100000 is nothing for this piece. Well, that's just the average the mural goes for. I don't know what their arrangement was. I think it's because you yes. can't take the murals out because it's street art. That's what I was getting at with the Antiques right. Roadshow thing. But like, someone would right, buy that house yeah. for like for like triple the value. But it's street, house, some, it's street art that yeah. they own. They own yeah. it. Right. Some yeah, rich sure. fuck will take the whole piece of a wall and put it the wall but, in well, the house. Well, just buy the house. This is what you don't understand about art. 
right? You can't you can't but remove it. Is it? It's not it. cool because as Mark was saying at the top of the story, it's interesting with the perspective in the place in which it's in. Mm, the slope right. of the, even the, the, slope of the street. Photo of it looks Someone would just buy the house and maybe not live there, Wes, but they would own the house with the Banksy. I'm, right. And to and Banksy, like, actually, yeah. I own a Banksy. You, you want, want to you stay want to travel on my, on my PJ yeah. to Do go see it? you want to stay in my Banksy? Yeah, I disagree. <laughs> you chisel that bastard out. Someone's paying 500000 for it, even on the fucking wall. Okay. Now, now, that the, now that it's controversial. Treasure Hunter Wes maybe know best. I think and I know. To, <laughs> and to Treasure Banksy. Hunt. We know what Treasure Hunter Wes would do with that Banksy. Yeah, yeah, take that Banksy. He'd blast he that fucker straight out of the concrete. Wes is trying to buy it. He's like, no, I, I live on a similar slope in the United Wes States. Is, it's on a similar Wes slope. Is going, Wes has booked his ticket. He's going to go in the middle of the night. This is the Achu. Uh, yeah. What's he trying to say here, huh? Yeah. And to Banksy, I'd like to say, my house exterior is open for business whenever I buy one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I, I, did you guys see that there's a, the Banksy a little video? He was like painting, um, he was painting like little, little tiny portraits in a park and selling them to people un, un, unknowingly that there were Banksy's. And then they, they found out later they had purchased like for like 10 bucks, five bucks. And then these things were worth like 50 grand a piece. Um, what was his angle? It was there? like, it was like right. kind of like a donation thing basically. Ah. Yeah. Like give. he could do that any day he wanted. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, exit the gift shop. Good, good duck. Um, all right. Uh, this next one comes from intern cam and tank, uh, or barstool tank, um, next man up and it's a doozy. Uh, so an, ins- an ins- aspiring Instagram model and medical student from comrade Moldova, 21 year old Anna Likovic, uh, lost her mind boys. Um, by the way, Moldova, in case you're wondering, is the country in between Romania and Ukraine, um, also Thank more, you. also yeah, more so, on sounds like a part of the vagina. I don't know about 90 day fiance. Check that out. If you want to see some more Moldova, actually. it sounds like a uh-huh. chocolate, like a chocolate shaped vagina. You want it to does. work her Moldova after yeah. mm-hmm. you want to get in there and just, you know, massage the Moldova. Yeah. You yeah. want like to mas- massage it, painting Do you, it melts in your mouth. A Moldovan mm-hmm. duck is really ugly. That's all I know about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Well, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. I've seen that her, duck. So oh, interesting. Maybe that's a Muscovy duck. Fuck. You ever you ever seen a Moldovan moose knuckle? <laughs> well, this lady's not got that, an extra. That, not that pretty. <laughs> this lady's got a pretty one, I'm sure, because uh, she is very attractive. <laughs> Bubba, if you want to pull up some of her pictures um, from Instagram, uh, this is what she looks like. Um, oh, well, mm. that's. You, yep. Oh, top left. I okay. Yeah, top left. Top left. Yeah. Everything okay. except for the top, bloody top pants. Yeah. yeah. We, jumped, <laughs> we jumped the gun on that one. <laughs> the, every, yeah. What Sorry. That so on she her? lost her mind and her pants got very uh, bloody. More, more, so. to the, more to the pants in a second. I was uh, top left. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, she's hot. Well, what yeah, happened is uh, anyway, uh, she she lost her mind. Her mother, who apparently was on a work trip in Germany and came home to her daughter acting a little strange, confronted her and accused her of being on drugs and threatened to put her in some treatment. However, uh, Anna said, uh, no, 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 and instead grabbed a knife, stabbed her mother, and then while her mom was dying and uh, still alive, carved out her heart, lungs, and intestines. Whoa. Yeah. So that's Some the picture that you content. S- that's the picture you saw uh, on the bottom there. That's her that's mom. That's the mom? That's the mom. Hey, they always oh. said she was going to take some hearts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did she flee yeah. it? She's a heartbreaker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so she then uh, took a quick shower uh, to get the, the her mom's blood off her. And I would say longer than a quick shower. If you yeah. cut a heart out, you got to. Well, if it's fresh in the nails, if it's fresh. What's you going get it through your quick. mind after you just just like did that to your mother? Nothing. Well, She's lost. How do mind. I caption yeah. this? That's what's going. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're probably yeah, like, well, she... my Instagram career's over. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Did she picture? Did she take pictures? I don't understand. Like what? No, she lost her mind. And then she went and met up with her boyfriend. And uh, 
Yeah, that's what happened. She just completely. So she literally she, just she lost. Went it. crazy. Yeah, she went crazy. Um, she cut the heart out. What did she do with the heart? She uh, I don't know what she did with it. I don't know if her medical student um, background had anything to do with her, you know, curiosity or her being able to do that. But she just hacked it out while her mom was still alive, apparently. Um, and then uh, here's See, a- mom. I just ate a Lex Luthor, you know, like yeah. You know? <laughs> um, here's a video <laughs> Make, making you look like a saint. You're, you're yeah. Watch your mouth. You know what I mean, mom? <laughs> here's a. Here's a video of her in court, a reporter asking her why she killed her mom. Uh, Bo, if you have that video. Whoa. Yeah, she's just Whoa. maniacally laughing. And she just laughs and said goodbye. Said goodbye. That was Russian. If you, she asked her why did you kill your mom, she said goodbye. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Muscovy duck. Well, it was a Muscovy. Yeah, that's chilling. It is crazy. So, yeah, she was 21 years old. She had uh, just under 9,760 followers. And it's going to go to jail forever, I presume. But if you go to her Instagram, it's just people calling her the devil and, you know, the witch and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, you're going to give yourself that kind of connotation when you cut your mom's heart out. Yep. Of her body. Yep. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to like stereotype here, but I'm guessing cutting someone's heart out in Moldova is five years. Yeah. <laughs> they ask her why she did it, and she's like, "For the gram." <laughs> <laughs> Content is king. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yes. Uh, sorry to her family. That's mm-hmm. terrible. Yeah. Uh, let's move it over to the politics corner. We're coming coming back to the USA from Moldova, uh, and this first one's from Nick Vanderpool, uh, and it's the latest. Dan Crenshaw ad for the Georgia Senate races, even though he's from Texas. Um, and somebody spent a lot of pack money on this thing. Bubba, can we play the clip, please? What's our situation on the ground? We have two patriots down there, Senator Loeffler and Senator Perdue. Great fighters with a great message. They just need a little backup. Last question. Who do you want to bring? Bring everyone. Mm. Okay, that was Dan Crenshaw Holy jumping out of a plane uh, to uh, go into Georgia in stealth mode. Marcus Luttrell, by the way, that's the lone survivor uh, who that that was that was who asked him who you want to bring uh, to go back up uh, Purdue and, and Leffler. Also, he mispronounced her name. It's Leffler. Makes me want to wave an American flag until I saw his <laughs> gay earring. You guys catch see... that gay little earring in his ear? I don't know about I this guy. I didn't notice that. Oh, Crenshaw does. He has it. A... I don't, see, I don't see I don't see earrings in men, man. Yeah, Hell I no. couldn't get couldn't take Just my eye off the uh, off the eye patch, honestly. His <laughs> yeah, Thor eye patch. It doesn't have that, like a band around it. It's, did you it's see, just like stuck this is in not his, his eye first, This is not his first ad that's that well produced. He did one of these like six months ago. Yeah, I hope yeah, this well, wasn't a Casey Phillips because I'm gonna rip it. It was not. It was not very well produced. <laughs> it was not he did a project. No, no. The, I was wondering the same. He did a Project Texas one that was well produced for Texas like six months ago. He's he's going to put a lot of money in this. Guys, before I, that was only a, a snippet. That was like yeah. 20 seconds out of the three minute ad. And it had like it's got like all this like Mission Impossible, like the deep state <laughs> Democrats are going to take over the country. It's like AOC. And like it's, he's getting his marching orders and his earpiece, you know. Uh, anyhow, uh, head uh, head to predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor 20. If you want to get your first 20 bucks match to bet on these Georgia uh, Senate races right now. After we talked last time, I put some money down on Purdue and Warnock. Uh, the odds haven't really shifted that much, 
Purdue still a heavy, the heaviest favorite, but Leffler is the second heaviest favorite. So Warnock is an upset pick there in that race, but I think it's looking good. Purdue and Warnock. If you look at the, um, at the markets of who's going to get the most votes total, those two guys are in the front. So I think yeah. that, uh, I think that that still Warnock is an upset pick that could pay out. Purdue uh, is going to win. I got a text from Purdue. I've never, I've been to Georgia once in my life. I've never registered there. They're hitting every phone number in the, the in, in well, and Ossoff's a dweeb. We've covered yeah, Purdue's going to win. So, yeah. What was the uh, dirt that came out on Warnock though recently? Uh, so something about covered up a, a child, child abuse, something church uh, stuff. Like I guess he got members. some sort of, um, yeah, he got some sort of assault charge. Yeah, that was yeah. what it was. Assault but he, he like was he. Uh, deal, so during the debate, she she skirted her stock shit and he skirted that. They've got to both have a ton of oppo research. So if you want dirt, there's a plenty on all the candidates in Georgia. If you want I to think go Warnock's take it up. It. I like that bet. Pretty I got Warnock. my money on Leffler. Yeah, yeah Wes, well. that's Wes is riding with the favorites now. Uh, it is it is Purdue Leffler as the favorites, uh, but you all you also think Banksy's up to something every painting. So. <laughs> yeah. He's going straight to hell, Wes. She, 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 she recently posed with a former KKK leader. This lady is the fucking worst, bro. I don't Remember, care. I don't I, honestly. I'm just, it's it's just a bet. He's Pat. just saying who he thinks is going to yeah. win. Remember. Uh, predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor 20 for your first 20 bucks matched on us. Always bet with your head and not your heart. Uh, at That's right. Uh, next up from our good friend Grant Addison at the Washington Examiner in the politics corner comes a troll video from sexual Jumanji. Uh, that was his old account about uh, Patriot gamblers busting the bookies for stealing all their money. Bubba, can we play, play the, the clip? clip? This is a message for the corrupt bodies at uh, Betfair and Patty Power and other various corrupt organizations who have stolen money from our patriot gamblers. The bookie busters are coming. (laughs) And he's saying because... Because people that bet on Trump to win the election didn't get paid out. Is that what's going on? Right. Yeah. yeah. So he's, he's saying, saying that he's the coming. bookies paid out the Biden betters. So he's, yeah, he's yeah, about yeah. to come and fuck up the bookies for for, <laughs> for, for the Patriots money. It was a joke. And <laughs> he looks like Bam Margera after. Uh, well, he looks like Bam Margera. It looks like he's he got call, a keep out sign on his bedroom door. He calls <laughs> he calls Antifa Antifa and Antifa later yeah, on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's 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 a joke. I thought his his comedic pause when he like turned his head was pretty clear. Uh, but lo and behold, resident genius of America, Nate Silver, polling god himself, who thought that Wisconsin was a 17 point race this year, was fooled by it. So Nate Silver uh, quote tweeted it and said, Trump has had a 10 percent chance to win the election on prediction markets for weeks long after the race was called for Biden. For people who were like, this is only because of structural flaws in, the, in those markets. Nope. There really were enough true believers out there. And then he he quote, that was the video of the guy making fun so, of that. Premise, so so, so hmm. Nate Silver, who's like, you know, worth, you know, God knows how much money, had another bad uh, prediction year and didn't apologize. Unlike some of the other prediction people really needs to go out of his way to make fun of someone that looks like that and makes that quality video. First of all, he was completely duped because that mm-hmm. guy Dupe. is a successful That's comedian. A, a, amazing. Like, uh, is, it, is it really worth it for him to poke fun of a guy <laughs> that looks like that with the top hat? Like that might not be completely all there. Like, Come on. No, because if it was a true video, that was... means that's fucked up if it's true. Like, right, he's punching to... down, Nate's... punching way down. Punching yeah. down. You don't need to do that, Nate Silver. And yeah, Nate Silver's an asshole. All right, yeah. uh, moving on to a dumbass on the other side of the like aisle. That wasn't real? By... 
What's that? that no, it was fake. Hundred percent. No, that's fake. a troll video. Yeah. Uh, provide this one on Got the other me. side of aisle. Provided by intern Cam. It's the husband of recently elected QAnon believer, Congresswoman, uh, Colorado District Three, Lauren Boebert. Turns out her husband, Jason with a Y, uh, <laughs> had drunkenly shown his penis tat. Uh, to some kids at a bowling alley in 2004. It was a 16-year-old hey, girl. <laughs> hey, lane three, come here. <laughs> and uh, he, he got arrested for it and everything. And uh, surprise, surprise, Lauren also has some petty crimes on her record. But hopefully the genitalia tattoo shows are done for the both of them, unless they want to end up like Katie Hill. You what's kids, he got on his, what's he got on his dick? Yeah, you what kids is ready to bowl without bumpers? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what he said. I have no idea what's on his dick. The, the story's funny. The girls, he, he was like, they were talking about tattoos <laughs> feet away from him at the bowling alley. And he overheard it and pulls out his dick like like from far away to try to show it to him. God. And they, they like turned around and then he goes up to him and pulls it out and and, and then shows it to him close up. So <laughs> hey, you want to see a turkey? Gobble, gobble, gobble. Here's <laughs> yeah. He so, was hammered. Come here. Get yeah, close enough so you can identify it. Yeah, he he was hammered. Yeah, it's, that was great. And then and I'm running along, fellas. The last installment of the politics corner is another one from intern camp. And it's just proof that we should uh, make a super PAC and just make limitless uh, money because uh, we've got this image uh, here. Uh, Matthew Tunstill's support American leaders scam pack. Literally, the name of the pack is a scam pack. Did robocalls to impersonate Trump brought in two point five million dollars since twenty eighteen. Uh, Profit was uh look like looks looks like about half of that and that went straight into the dude's pocket. So. Did he did he get in trouble for that? Or is that legal? I like filed all the paperwork. So. so why don't we do that? Yeah, I mean it Cunt seems like he pack. I just gets Cunt pack. Yeah, Cunt pack. Cunt I stumbled pack. across a, a funny YouTube series. It's called like uh, uh, uh this guy who uh, scams scammers. And what he does is yeah. he gets them on there and he deletes all their files. And uh, he's like, he's like, where'd your files go? He pretends to be this old woman. He's like, I see all your files are gone, aren't they? And they're like, they're like, well, you know, how do you how do you do it? I love (laughs) I love scamming the scammers. Scam bait. Yeah, it's awesome. They're the best. All right, guys, this next one's from (laughs) Sir Jorgensen. Uh, Guys, since the advent of the Internet, the glory days for old racists have been consistently dwindling. Long gone are the days where an old white guy could keep another race down without having to worry about their blackface yearbook photo popping up on Reddit. But uh, yeah, the, except Christmas time in Belgium. I know, right? All yeah, the time. Belgium's really swinging the that that whole movement. Like they're they're spitting in the face of it. Yeah, Black Pete, not cool. But guys, the the fear of being canceled or people having having people not buy your pancake mix doesn't seem. Uh, or does not mean uh, that old rich guys aren't still trying? Uh, they're just having to slip inside racist jokes into more exclusive outlets, like naming a racehorse Jungle Bunny, for example. Oh, wow. That's not exactly that's not a, a very, slip. Yeah, that's that's a pretty overt uh, Yeah, It's a hammer, to the, he- it's a hammer yeah. to the head. It's well, an eclectic, eclectic okay. racist yeah. term. He had to try, I guess. <laughs> Unfortunately for old racist white guy David Evans, uh, he's learning the woke way. That even the ultra rich white guy sport of horse racing isn't a safe place to have a good laugh at non whites. Uh, <laughs> what a piece of shit. This guy. Well, hold on, Mark. Hold on. Uh, hear the whole story first before you judge. Evans, who owns uh, and trained a horse he affectionately named Jungle Bunny, was, quote, totally flabbergasted. He's a Brit. After the backlash he received when the horses, the horse he nicknamed JB, ran in the uh, Wolverhampton race course ride on Saturday. Uh, people were not happy on Twitter when they saw Jungle Bunny 
running down the uh, running down the racetrack. Evans claims innocence here, though, guys, and blamed the racist racehorse's name on his adolescent daughter. Classic. Uh, yeah. Oh, his daughter. You know yeah. those cla- you know those classic Aesop fables with those jungle bunnies, right? You know? right. Who heard it from yeah. her racist friend in class? Yeah, it's, no, yeah exactly. It's it's from like the, who, no, it's him. Yeah, yeah or or no, he, no, it's him. Listened into a happy him. hour. <laughs> yeah, Evan, right. Or yeah, with, yeah with the guy to, with her dad. Yeah. Or she went into the Scotch <laughs> library where the guys are smoking cigars yeah. in this guy's house. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Evan claims her, her daughter or his daughter got the idea not from that happy hour, but instead from a game. She plays on her computer called Jungle Bunny Run, and oh, in the wow. game, which is uh, clearly a racist dog whistle, a literal bunny runs through the jungle. Uh, That's not okay. Yeah, I'm just so his glad. daughter could have gotten it from this. Yes, he she, she he probably she, he probably did. she plays the game. Yeah, that's called Jungle Bunny Run. Mm-hmm. But he but he knew he knew. He knew what he was doing. Uh, this was his out. This was his great out. Well, exactly. That game's not okay. They they quickly googled like what else is Jungle Bunny, and then they were going through like a bunch of racist chat rooms, and they found Jungle Bunny Run, and they said, "This is it. This is our out. Mm-hmm. Let's reverse engineer it and pretend it was this." Download this kind of a fun phone, game, huh? honestly. But you yeah. know, uh, probably they should uh, not have that title, right? Yeah, they they, they changed. The, they changed. It's now uh, like Jungle Bingo is the horse's name now. Uh, <laughs> and, oh, wait, here, and here what comes Jungle Bunny around in the corner. Jungle Bunny, one leg behind. That's yeah, that's a little tough. That's not okay. Yeah, the old. Did they change lights. the name of the game though? Is the game no? The game is run? literally a bunny running through the jungle. I don't know. That's 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 the next battle. Will right now it was it was renaming the horse first. Interesting. JB. I'm just Good. glad Evans exhibited the smallest amount of restraint and didn't take the game name verbatim, throw the word fast at the end, and call it a day. Uh, that would have been more <laughs> racist and also ironic because JB finished in sixth place at the end of the day. So, yeah. Oof. speed up. Okay. Well, that one sucked. Uh, <laughs> this story was sent in from the internet, which happens to be a member of the Hardo Hive. Loophole, Canadian fashion mogul Peter um, Nygaard, I'm guessing, one of the wealthiest persons in Canada, was arrested and taken into custody on Monday in Winnipeg by Canadian authorities. It's actually a provisional arrest as he waits extradition to the United States for allegedly running a global sex trafficking ring for the last 25 years. Yeah, that's him. Oh, well, when you look at that look. He's like the Canadian Ralph Lauren, uh, except he's also leading a successful sex trafficking ring. Looks like he owns a tiger. Does He definitely looks like he looks like if Joe Exotic was like on like like came from a higher class. Mm-hmm. He know? looks like Native like, American Ralph Lauren. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and and if this <laughs> guy can if this guy can be the Ralph Lauren of Canada and had a successful sex trafficking ring, I feel like the four of us are going to be fine running hard factor. For years, prosecutors say Nygaard targeted women and girls with a history of abuse uh, who were struggling economically, then maintained maintain control of them with false promises of a modeling career Epstein and, at, style. and at times threats, kind force, of. fraud, or corrosion. Yeah, so sex trafficking ring running 101, Will. Yes. He's, you know, he just did the, he did the playbook. Nexium, the, yeah. right. They're all yeah. the same, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did the playbook. Prosecutors also alleged Nygaard, one of Canada's wealthiest people, also used constant surveillance, just, just like the playbook, restrictions of movement and physical isolation to manipulate and control dozens of victims. Some of the victims uh, were sexually assaulted by Nygaard himself because he had to test the goods, authorities said, while others were assaulted or drugged to be sexually attacked by others. Uh, pretty boilerplate stuff here from a successful sex traffic CEO. Just and, another monster. And monster. Yeah, except another for the part where he was, he's a success, except for the part where he was already a billionaire without committing, you know, 
heinous crimes. So I don't know what, what, why he had to do this. You hear this story and you say, oh, my God. Um, oh, yeah, it does check out, though. Uh, that's the sex trafficking ringleader. Uh, and then you hear he sells billions of purses a year. And you're like, that's weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, where there's two, there's three. There's definitely three. You what know does that what I mean? mean oh, you have another, this guy Epstein. So, I mean, now I'm thinking everyone that's rich and powerful is, is doing this, by the way. Now that that's where my head's at. Yeah, that's Hollywood, saying, at yeah. least. Oh, and Dillard's is probably going to have to take his three exclusive brands off the shelves unless they want to close even sooner. He's got an uh, exclusive deal with Dillard's, so that's <laughs> tough for them. There was, there was actually a pending class action civil lawsuit against Nygaard that 57 women signed earlier this year. And uh, as of like February, it started, and they were just going to sue him in a civil case. Uh, some of the women were as, said they were as young as 14 when they were sexually oh. assaulted by him. But the U.S. government put the kibosh on that um, after the FBI raided Nygaard's New York offices because they were still doing the uh, criminal investigation. So that usually comes first, I guess. I don't know, Bubba, if you have any information on how or why they would like stop the civil suit while they're doing the criminal suit. You can pop in. But What's his uh, brand? The, the only thing I can think of is that they would probably try and do it so that they can get the admissions from the criminal suit and use them in the civil suit so that these girls are guaranteed like the biggest recovery they can possibly get. Oh right, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you can so you can take the findings from the criminal and then add it to the civil. I would think so. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. Um, I'm, I wasn't really that great in that area, but I would think that that's probably because you can adopt. I know you can adopt certain admissions, so I think that you could probably do that in there. Yeah, and from what I read, for whatever reason, like if if it's deemed by law enforcement that they should stop the civil suit. They can until like they prove that they're not actively investigating. I guess they don't do that all the time. I don't think. But I bet you it's a statute of limitations thing. That's probably why, because there's not a mm-hmm. statute of limitations on civil suits, but there might be on a criminal lawsuit, depending on what the maybe. Are. Well, yeah, but not for for sexual assault. No, because I mean, like you saw Harvey Weinstein and the Bubba. Yeah. Bubba, don't don't legal explain me. Don't use so legal explain. We're gonna get to it. He's got a lot of crimes on his books. Nygaard's, and I'll get to uh, the name of his Bubba company. Might, was. Bubba might be coming in with a fact check Friday after that. One. <laughs> I don't know, that was that was that was aggressive, Pat. Nygaard's allegedly host. <laughs> Nygaard, by the way, allegedly hosted so-called pamper parties, which is what uh, Will and Pat will be hosting. But it's gonna those are gonna look more like this. Oh. Bubba can, yeah, this is what Nygaard needs to stay be. away from my family. A baby. Forever. Uh, that that's your pamper party. Yeah, so that's so that, much. That looks sweet. That's not nice so little, much with Nygaard, where he, he would, changed uh, a little dicey. He, he pampered his guests. You see that weren't sex slaves and recruited new talent. He also allegedly attended swingers clubs to direct women to have sex with other men and arrange swaps with friends who would bring a date for Nygaard in exchange for sex with one of his girlfriends. And Nygaard would not inform the girlfriends in advance that they would be banging his friends. Uh, and mm. oh, here's where he fucked up big time. He also allegedly paid the victims using money from his business, West called the Nygaard Group, which has like a just a shitload of different brands underneath. See, it. He was just mixing yeah. this shit with his business and big time. And then he and then he many of his victims were were hired by him and placed on the company payroll as models or assistants. And they didn't work. They just got sex traded. So he really mixed with the oh, company disgusting. It's yeah. like a perk. Yeah. So he's fucked. And you know what? Soft corner. Just going to have yeah. to do it right now. It's uh, it, it's not too late to soft corner him, so I'm going to do it. He's a piece of shit deserving in the soft corner. You're in the soft corner, Peter Nygaard. Fuck you. Yeah, really. Yeah. Big soft corner. Yeah, soft corner. All right. Um, this next one uh, comes to us from Ontario and is uh, very sad. It's very infuriating, actually, guys. You see, around this time of the year, mo- the most famous person in the world to children is, of course, Santa Claus, right? 
just uh, just to get near him or a glimpse of him is enough to make you shiver in fear and awe. Uh, not even Jesus Christ himself can hold a candle to Santa, uh, which is why one Ontario family and their unmatched star power. No Santa. match. Santa. Santa. <laughs> no match. Crushes Jesus. Um, so uh, there's, uh, that's why one. Uh, Santa's Ontario- like Santa's like. <laughs> try me, Jesus. Yeah. Try me. Just, just no comparison. You think you can um, sell more tickets than me? No way. Yeah, Santa puts asses in seats. He certainly does. That's why one Ontario family and their children were extremely disappointed when they saved up their money, borrowed a friend's car, and headed to uh, Vaughn uh, for the Holiday Nights of Lights Festival. It's a drive-through Christmas light show. Uh, I think we've all been through one of those or seen one where... Uh, what, was it all Jesus statues? No. Of course, no. the no. main attraction was Santa Claus perched on yeah. his throne. Bub, if you got some... Uh, some uh, there, there's, the, there's the festival. There's... You know, Santa on his throne waving to the cars as they drive by. That's pretty good. Yeah. For a drive through festival. Right. Not bad. I think it was he's like. Got, he's got a fan. Look at that shitty fan point. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like 40 bucks for a car of up to five people. That's a again? heat lamp, Mark. Uh, it's, 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 Is that a heat lamp? Vaughn. V-A-U-G-H-A-N. Vaughn or Vaughn. I think it's Vaughn. Um, yeah. Uh, Vaughn any, where? Just in Canada. Canada. Yeah, Canada. This is an Ontario uh, family. This got to be heat lamp. Um, it's hot. It's cold there, yeah. So, however, when this this particular family, this mother of uh, twin seven-year-old boys drove through the display, they were pissed when they got to the end and Santa was nowhere to be seen, right? He's the main attraction. The only fucking reason you're going there is to see fucking Santa Claus. Um, and he wasn't there. So with the two crying kids, she went home, emailed the event organizers to demand her money back and get an explanation saying, quote, I know your policy is no refunds, but honestly, this was so disappointing to us. Um, sadly, we are not able to return as we had to borrow a vehicle. So this is obviously a down on her luck kind of family. She saved up money to go fucking Terrible. give it. Yeah. yeah. Um, to which the organizers responded, uh, quote, I'm sorry to hear, uh, but he does have to use the restroom sometimes being in the rain cold for five plus hours. So we apologize for that. We will definitely. Oh, that's bullshit. They better swap in a fucking other Santa. Yep. I agree with you, Will. They said that Whoa. we will definitely look into getting an inflatable Santa or elf <laughs> to replace Dickheads. him during his Give potty break. breaks. Yeah. How many? How much is a ticket to this? 40 thing? bucks a car. Oh, fuck you with the Wait no, a minute. no swapping in yeah. Santas. Yeah. They can't be. They can't be actually saying that type of shit in responses. And, That's and they, what, yes. Furthermore, they should just put a, a a halt sign up and halt all the cars for fifteen exactly. minutes while Santa takes a piss or shit. Exactly, Mark. That's exactly what I what you I would guys say. are. You, I'm I'm on the side of Santa here. You got to unionize, and you need what? you need no, a mandated no. bathroom. No no no, 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 no. You need a backup Santa. If you're charging forty a car, yeah. I mean, just, just driving, just halt the line. Place. Just it's halt the, the only fucking line. Fucking reason you, you want to go to the kids that would put on Santa's bladder. Get what another if you Santa. A bladder. There's no way he's oh, going to go. Santa could go use the restroom, but someone puts up the red light. Look, and, it's and a five-hour shift. And then the elves dance next to the red light for ten minutes. Like it is right. a five-hour shift. Did you get an incontinent Santa? Can right. he not sit there for five fucking hours? Can he not fly in a flight? How does Santa fly somewhere? How does this he go? Santa's a prima donna. He needs like, his heat. He needs his heat lamp point lamp at a forty-five degree angle. Like the Santa fucking sucks. Right. And they the should, Mel Kiper. Yeah. Mel Kiper would just like. Pee on this Santa's face, he'd be so disgusted at, at how many, how many, how many breaks he. I like bet it. you. Yeah. Here, here's your piss break, Santa. I bet Jesus looked pretty good after that day. Yeah, a portion <laughs> yeah. of the proceeds went to Epilepsy Toronto, which is hilarious because the the epileptics couldn't come. 
Yeah. I mean, oh, right, because of the lights. Uh, <laughs> too many lights. <laughs> yeah, the uh, they were the, the the event organizers kept getting like passive aggressive. Like when the news asked them about the this incident, they said that we're they're, they're focused on everyone having a good time, including our staff. Um, you know, so bullshit. Like, yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. You know what? Yeah. Maybe they're having too much of a good time. Maybe Santa's blowing lines with the event organizers, and he's not uh, on his yeah, fucking I think that's the, seat. We, yeah, they they gave up the, the the exactly. You're right, Mark. They gave yeah. up the secret that they have. They're just like they're too concerned with not giving a fuck about yeah. providing a good service. They make too much fucking money. Themselves. They're they like make, a yeah. summer camp with teens, and they're just all having. They're, Santa's drinking beers when he wants to go mm-hmm. do a glad tour. it's for charity. Yeah. Not glad you don't try hard. A no. portion of the proceeds. A portion. A portion. What is that? Like uh, 2%? percent <laughs> does not say, yeah. Will. A portion went up Santa's nose. You should call. <laughs> 40 bucks a I'm car. considering it. I'm considering it. I, I, hey, I'm hot. I'm hot for our Canadian listeners. 40 bucks That's a car, not, but it's up to five people per car. So it's it's not like they're paying a fucking Yeah, premium. but those are kids. The kids aren't expected to pay. You know Mom what? brings her four kids. That's 40 Some, bucks out of her pocket. Somewhat- Someone get in touch with this Canadian family, and we'll all dress up as Santa for forty bucks. We might have that. to fly to Canada after this episode. We that this is some upsetting. Sorry, you didn't get to drive by Santa, lady. I'm so sorry. Sorry, you got to drive through a whole fucking amusement park, but you didn't get to drive by a fucking man in a suit. You dickhead. You you can't Ooh. be serious. They owe them a lot of maple syrup. <laughs> they owe them a lot. Luck of, of the draw, baby. Luck of the draw. <laughs> Look at the draw. Some the people draw. get Santa. Some people get. He, he's uh, on the fucking not, no, pamphlet for fuck's hey, sake. Hey, honey, Santa some takes shit too. That. You know how you poo poo? You know how you pee pee? So does Santa. He poo poo pee pee too. For these kids, oh, yeah. for these kids, it's literally the only reason they went. That's it. To see Santa. Would reason. you like it? So if, they could scream their gift request. Santa out to give a shit about the giant candy cane lights? No. Is Would Santa you? dead? Would you like it if Santa came and watched you poo poo pee pee? No. He doesn't like that's it either. Horrible. Plus, it's, it's illegal. Horrible. I'm sorry. That's, that's what, what you're going to explain okay, There you go, kids. Pat. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Excusable. Rationalizing the absence service. of Santa to seven-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah. Lack of service. You just turn around insane. and tell him that he doesn't exist. Well, welcome point. to my parenting style. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Managing expectations early. All right. He Let's, might not uh, be here, guys. Just telling you. So. Is what I'm going to tell the kids when we go to the park. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a good idea. Set no, the expectations real yeah, low. Yeah. Set expectations low in yeah. every scenario. Yes, yes. You might fail the test. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We might <laughs> forget you your birthday. You need to get upset yeah. if there's no Santa because you paid $40 to see would, the fucking Santa. I wouldn't count on making the team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's move on to something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I was going to say that this next story... Well, uh, I don't know. It's it's even more depressing than what we've just been talking about. It's about a Japanese serial killer, oh. uh, and this this one's from uh, Charles, um, an intern cam in the Hardo Hive, uh, and I'm just gonna read it straight out of the Independent, the way that it comes to you. So, uh, a Japanese court has sentenced a man popularly known as the the country's Twitter killer to death for the serial murder of nine people, most of them women, in 2017. Takahiro Shahiri was found guilty by the Takashawa branch of Tokyo District Court of murdering, dismembering, and storing the bodies of nine in his apartment near Tokyo, according to Japanese media reports. Uh, Shirashi uh, recently admitted to the murders in court, but the main point of contention in his case became his lawyer's argument that his charges should be reduced because the victims had expressed suicidal thoughts and gave their quote-unquote consent. To be killed. Oh, bullshit. So uh, 
that's a lot to 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 grapple right there. But basically, this psycho was seeking out depressed people on Twitter, uh, approaching them with a Twitter handle in Japanese uh, that that translates to hangman. Um, the and taker. then he would offer to end their suffering at his apartment, and he wasn't kidding. How did he do it, though? Uh, he invited them over. He's a 30-year-old 30, 30 dude. Um, the victims were between the ages of 15 to 26, um, and he just would find uh, depressed kids. No, I know, but would he, would, he, like, would, he, would he strangle them, or would he like butcher them? Like, by, like, like, was it like a, a violent yeah, strangle, death? Uh, strangling and raping, yeah. Uh, that's, that's, it was you don't nine women, that. nine yeah, women, rape, one man. You don't ask for yeah. that. No, did he get him to sign something? No, just brought him into the apartment, killed them, and then stacked their bodies up. Really disgusting when you consider that everybody was, like I said, 15 to 26. That's young. Uh, and also that he was he just stacked them in chronological age. No, he was just sta- just oh, we got a 14. We gotta, mm-hmm. Yeah. Got to read the whole pile. Just keeping them piled meticulous. up in his tiny apartment. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Uh, Damn. And it was over the course of three months. So it was only from August to October of 2017. How old are you? Get out. <laughs> yeah. I already Dude. got one of you. This is not funny. <laughs> oh, fuck oh. this guy. Dude's an absolute fucking lunatic and uh, dealing with the death penalty in Japan, which is probably kind of rare and uh, deservedly so, because this dude is uh, I mean, like that's it's it's impossible to understand that level of sickness. Yeah. Yeah. He's a well real piece of work. That guy. No surprise. He was on Twitter. All right, guys, this uh, one's (laughs) also from Andrew Parker. And it'll be our last story of the day. Perhaps the best known version of Ain't No Mountain High Enough is the Diana Ross rendition and is considered to be an anthem for achieving one's dreams. But what most people don't know is that it was written by a husband and wife songwriting duo, Nicholas Ashford and Valerie Simpson, and is about overcoming great adversity, but not in the way it was used as a metaphor for uh, winning a singing competition in Sister Act 2 Back in the Habit. The song's really about what a man will let get in his way when it comes to banging his lady, which yeah. is absolutely nothing from keeping mm. me getting from keep me getting to you, babe. That's, yeah. yeah. What, what, why did any? Yeah, that's what everyone. Thinks yeah, I'm just right. saying yeah. it's it's a it's a popular song. Ain't I no feel mountain like high enough to stop me from snaking to keep me from getting to you, babe. Yeah, yeah he's talking yeah. about holes, guys. Twenty eight year old Scottish roofer named Dale McLaughlin was undoubtedly blasting that classic tune along with the whisper song by the Ying twins and his earbuds on repeat as he drove his jet ski 25 miles from his home in Scotland across the frigid waters of the Irish Sea to get some long overdue from his lady. Uh, that's yeah. a cold jet ski ride. Dude, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's hard on the legs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Guys, Dale. 25, <laughs> 25 miles on a jet ski on a sea. It's not even like a lake. It's in the sea. Oh, yeah. it's it's a sea, guys. His lady lives on the Isle of Man. And uh, Dale, oh. Dale had met her earlier in the, in the pandemic back in September. When he was on the island uh, and he was legally stationed for a roofing job, but strict due to strict COVID protocol, Dale had been without his lady and her sweet embrace for the better part of two or three months. Mm. So uh, can't have that. Ma- Ain't no mountain high enough. Well, here's, here's full of jam. Here's what McLaughlin <laughs> was willing to do. Ain't first, no cold enough. <laughs> first, he <laughs> saved up and bought a jet ski. Second, he towed that jet ski 70 miles to the beach on the Isle of Whithorn before setting off on what he thought would be a 40-minute jet ski ride, but in fact took him almost five hours due to bad weather. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, twenty five <laughs> miles on a jet ski in a sea. Yeah, this, in, in, this, in, un, in unfavorable conditions. This is like a modern a smooth day. ride. This is like a modern day the Iliad and the Odyssey. Mm-hmm. After he made, after Dale made landfall with just ten minutes of fuel <laughs> left in his tank, he then had to trek on foot another fifteen miles before arriving at his lover's home in Douglas. And all that, wow. considering that this was Dale's first time on a jet ski, gives you an idea of just how horny he was. <laughs> Throw yourself into the fire on that one. This was the inaugural jet ski ride. Right? This is, He'd never he, been on one in his life. He was going to get laid or die. <laughs> the horniest guy of all time. <laughs> This is like a, a story out of like the the, the animals and like the wildlife channel where they like right. just literally will will do anything to go. Get it's like a salmon. Yeah. He's yeah. his body's falling apart, but he's <laughs> yeah. still going towards the house to mate. If you Bob, if you put up throw up a photo of his girl, maybe it'll explain why, guys. He had twice ex- nice. applied for mm. an exemption to travel to the island to see her again. So essentially, like once he had to leave the job, uh, he had to leave his lady and couldn't get back. Uh, but he was turned down on both occasions that he applied for the exemption, and that's when he took matters into his own hands, saving up there. to buy the jet ski. Uh, but for Dale's sake, guys, I hope the second Making was it back good. to his love pillows. He had to get back to him, baby, because uh, uh, his unwavering determination to get that cut up uh, landed him in jail for four weeks uh, for breaking uh, COVID protocol. Uh, I guess he, uh, he he started blabbering his mouth a little bit, and people were like, you did what? You did no, what? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta let that go. That's a case by oh, case. You gotta let him. You gotta let him off. You did. So they. So wait, they let him when he was back at his house, mm-hmm. or when he was with her, at her house. After he no, he achieved his goal. Will don't. Oh, worry. He, he made it. He got. How it did in, he get home? He went back the whole path. I think he took jet ski back, uh, or maybe he got busted on the island. I'm not sure exactly, but there's uh, no. There's well, because no if he got he... busted on the island, what if she turned him in? No, I think it was the guy crossing the Irish Sea on a Hang fucking on. jet ski. There's his, no way he went home. And There's his no car that he left at the yeah. beach uh, on the other side of the fucking island. And his buddies <laughs> that he told that he was traversing. No way. That's the loneliest drive home. He got a half mile into that jet ski on the way home and turned it around. Yeah. <laughs> you're right, looking, back, right back to her. If, he's got caught. If you're he's staring, got caught on the shore. He's, if you're staring at those tits long enough, though, that sea gets a little warmer and a little shorter. You know what I mean? It's Do you like, think he was just looking at the picture yeah. the whole time? <laughs> no, to gear himself up. He's like, mention- it ain't 25 miles, ain't nothing, is it? <laughs> Did, they mention- Did they mention how long it took him to recover from his concussion from those fun bags? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, dude, don't forget about the 15 mile walk after he got there. He Golly. pled guilty to one charge of failing to comply with the emergency powers uh, regulations by entering the island without an exemption notice or entry permit and to one charge of insanity from horniness. Guys, and that's mm. going to do it for Hard Factor. Thank you guys so much for listening. Shout out Hard Ohio. These are our favorite shows to do because the stories are the ones that you guys suggest. And it's always a lot of fun. Make sure to give us a follow on social media at Hard Factor Pat, at Hard Factor Will, at Hard Factor West, and at Hard Factor Mark. And most importantly, guys, have a great time. Just remember what I told you the day I set you free.